This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. With Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Sometimes you just need space and have nobody bother you in the comfort of your own safety. That's where safe space comes in. You get a chance to speak with no judgment. Nobody's going to look at you with stink eye or give you any kind of glances. It's all about you. Your call's at 888-729-3776. Triple H, say ESPN. If you need a safe space, Freddie and Harry and Shannon and Devin are here for you to give you that safe space. 888-729-3776. You get a chance to be safe in about 10 minutes. And is it really safe to say now? that we can start maybe believing a little bit more in the Los Angeles Clippers being a title team in the NBA. I know it does seem sacrilegious. It should seem sacrilegious, but that kind of basketball team with their checkered pass, Harry Douglas, they even have Steph Curry, Golden State, maybe believing this could finally be the year for the Clippers to get to the NBA Finals for the first time? I mean, tonight, I came off strong side on coffee. They had Zubox running uh, off their pick and roll. He was getting in the middle and kind of spraying it to the either side, really. That's kind of a, a symptom of feeling like there's threats all over and you're overreacting to certain things and you're trying to do the right thing and you know be in the spot to help, but it may be a situation where help's not needed and then the quick pass to the corner and they're taking advantage of it. You know, obviously we're undersized at most most nights, and so the tendency is to, you know, try to crowd the paint to give help. But tonight they made us pay. Sometimes you can close out and late contest and it doesn't hurt you, but if the team's making them, a night like tonight can happen. The Clippers making a team like Golden State pay? And Steph Curry so eloquently saying that's how they're doing it? <gasps> Believing in the Clippers to do some damage in the playoffs, Harry Douglas? I do, Freddie. I, I really do. Since James Car- Harden came over to the Los Angeles Clippers, I've really liked what I've been seeing from this basketball team. And it wasn't all peaches and cream early, right? Ty Lue mm-hmm. had to figure some things out. Yeah. Russell West- Westbrook went to the bench. James Harden uh, became the permanent starter. But you look at the, the depth on this football team, Norman Powell last night coming off and hitting 21 points off the bench and really came up key late in the fourth quarter. Uh, also, you got Terrence Mann, who's a starter, but that size and that length. What, Russell Westbrook came off the bench and hit 15 as mm-hmm. well last night. And you already know you're going to get 110% from him every time he steps out on the basketball court. But they won this game last night without Kawhi Leonard. Yep. And James Harden, who had 26, 8 rebounds and 7 assists, uh, I don't think we any of us planned on him having this first start to the season as he's having. Yeah. But Paul George – is another guy, but I think you have three natural pure scores in Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. and James Harden mm-hmm. and also Paul George. Mm-hmm. So at any given moment, yeah, those guys can give you, give you the work. Yeah. They can give you the business. Yeah, I'm not saying that you're wrong, Harry, but just having the word belief and the Clippers in the same sentence, I feel dirty <laughs> even thinking about that or thinking that could possibly be the case. But I, I can't use the excuse, well, I got to see it in the playoffs. I got to wait to see it in the playoffs. I can't really use that because you can say that you gotta with give, anybody. You got to give credit what credit is due. Absolutely. That, no doubt about that. You, gotta, you can say that with everybody. When the rubber hits the road in the playoffs, we're going to find out a lot about the Nuggets. Can they make it back-to-back? 
if the Lakers can get in there, what they can do, if the Clippers having belief, if Minnesota and Oklahoma City right now, those two teams at the top of the Western Conference, are the Boston Celtics the best team? Will the Bucks figure it out? You can say that about anybody. I got to see it in the playoffs. That's not just the Clippers thing as far as that goes. But I go back to what I just said. I feel dirty. Put in the word belief and the Clippers in the same sentence because maybe, just maybe, for the first time ever in the checkered history of the Los Angeles Clippers, they may not clip in the playoffs. Maybe the basketball gods have decided to say, we're going to exercise the demons and not put you through that anymore in Los Angeles when it comes to the Clippers. Maybe, just maybe, but there's still that devil on my shoulder that says, Freddie, don't do it. I'm warning you, don't believe in them. It's one thing to believe in Kansas City, like you told people in the NFL. But, Freddie, don't you, do, don't you do it. Don't you do it with the Los Angeles Clippers. But they are definitely more than enough and have more than enough to have that kind of run in the Western Conference playoffs. And I also think their head coach, Ty Lue, he's, he's a major component in this whole ordeal, right? You talk mm-hmm. about a guy who won an NBA championship with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's coach a magnitude of superstar players and guys that get it and understand the game of basketball from an IQ standpoint at a very, very high level. So, right. you know, he's not going to BS his players. They know he means business, but he also understands how to comfort them in certain moments. And he's going to do everything he can to put them in the right positions to succeed. Right. And for the Clippers, I will say this. Would you sign up for a Western Conference Finals? That's the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Clippers? Oh, I would. Yeah. I'd sign up for Clippers versus Suns. Clippers versus Warriors, Clippers versus Lakers. It won't be the Battle of L.A. The Lakers are always going to be a Lakers team, period, in a story, in Los Angeles. But I'll sign up for all of that when it comes to the Clippers. You're going to get star power, and especially with that team. And there was a great question on first take today. Was that game more about the way the Clippers won or the Warriors losing it? For my money, the Warriors have been the most disappointing team in the first half of the NBA season because, once again, they let another game get away. Clippers are playing you without Kawhi Leonard. And then their coach got tossed, although he should have never gotten the first technical in the first place when it came to Ty Lue. And what did the Clippers do? They fought for that guy. They said, oh, that's how you're going to treat our coach? We got something for you. That's when the Golden State Warriors in the past were killers in that situation. They were like, la, 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 la. At a certain point, that la, 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 with Steph Curry playing at an elite level, as always, you got to be better than that, and you got to take out a team that didn't have their main guy and didn't have their head coach, and you had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. That's why they've been the most disappointing team in the first half when it comes to Golden State Warriors. Well, that's why I also believe that it's a myth when people say size doesn't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, size <laughs> always matters because last <laughs> night, the, the second opportunities that the Los Angeles Clippers got uh-huh. and how they capitalized on them, right. the size bothered the Golden State Warriors no deep into that fourth quarter and allowed the Los Angeles Clippers to win that game. So I will, mm. I will reiterate this. Mm-hmm. Size does matter. Yeah. The Clippers pro- proved that last night. When you have length and you have size, the world bows to your bidding. Just yes, putting they it do. out there. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? then you better do yourself a favor. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. This is your safe space. Your sports therapy. 
your chance to get it off your chest. Safe Space with Freddie and Harry. It can be about anything you want. It can be about the NFL team that needs to win the NFL offseason the most. It could be something going on with you personally. It could be something going on with you privately. It can be sports-related, not sports-related. Either way, no judgment. Nobody's saying, what's wrong with you? It's all about you and your safe space at triple eight say ESPN. That is eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Start in Nevada. Kick off safe space on Freddie and Harry, my friend. Hey fellas, what's up? We're good, we're good. What's up, Star? First of all, I wanna let y'all know y'all are amazing. I love y'all. Appreciate you. But I have a I have a problem. Okay. My name is Star and I have been a Cowboys fan my entire life. All right. And on behalf of all of us heartbroken Cowboys fans, I'm sorry, Freddie, but you need to just stick with the Jets. <laughs> why need to pick? The, why need to stay with the Jets? Because you talk so bad about the Cowboys, it's just ridiculous. Well, well, Star, I talk bad about the New York Jets, and if the Cowboys and Jets stop disappointing me all the time. I wouldn't be talking bad about them. You know what, Star? You talk to me right now because I feel the same way you do. Freddie oh, needs to pick Lord. one team, Star. Ain't so I'm it. on your side. All this, I have this team. I have that team. This is my safe space as well. Mm-hmm. My co-host, Freddie Coleman, mm-hmm. needs to pick one team. Okay. Star, you are the star of today. I'm with you. Well, I'm going to have my safe space for beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. America the beautiful, period. Land of the free, home of the do whatever you want to pick any team of teams you want. I'm proud to be an American, to be a Cowboys <laughs> and Jets fan. And Harry does will not sway me because he is not that man. That's how that's going to go. Period. <laughs> <in the story. laughs> You are not supposed to rebuttal like that on on safe space. It's a safe space for a reason, Freddie. I gave Star Nevada his safe space, (laughs) but you's different. (laughs) (laughs) The the mighty wolf in Virginia, the safe space is yours in three, two, one. Wow, man. Welcome, my pack brothers. Amen. What a respectful hello. Because <laughs> you earned it and you say, deserve my, it, my friend. You know, you have to leave the sin in the Harry, though, man. You got to let that oh, man do the blues. Oh, oh, oh believe do me. All that R&D. Believe me. I clearly understand that. I may be tone deaf, but I'm still going to sing like no one's listening. <laughs> all right. As far as the uh, question is concerned, Dallas Cowboy with their uh, owner, John Gotti, they have to prove, because of the pressure, that they're the team. They must win it. I love the Jets for the same reason you do, Freddie, Joe Willie. But mm-hmm. Dallas has to, with all the pressure they put upon them, act like the mob that they are. With the underboss as the coach, with the captains as the position coaches, and with the soldiers who earn for the crew. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those big dollars yes, have to pay off. Yes, Wolf, we definitely understand you. Yes, sir, we understand you, you, sir. (laughs) No lies detected when it comes from Wolf. And even if there was one, I'm not going to be the one to tell him, especially that's what safe space is You the man, Wolf. You the man.
Gosh, need to just stop. We we respect you on all levels, Wolf. Okay, so, all levels. Uh, we got a, we like to call an inter-show kind of safe space because Devin Kane, the pride of St. Bonaventure University, he's going to be a part of safe space right now. Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Debbie Dev, what you got? All right, what was the day we had the snow? Uh, was it Tuesday or was it, was it? It was it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, it was. So Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. I live in an apartment and I woke up to an email oh, at boy. 11 a.m. Uh-huh. So note the time, 11 a.m. Saying, hey. Just make sure you move your cars out. We're gonna we're gonna plow the right, which is yeah. Obviously, you want them to do that. Sure, but the thing was, make sure your cars are out by 10 a.m. So if our cars are supposed to be out by 10 a.m. and I'm getting an email at 11 a.m., that means you snow it in, bro. How does that make sense? Shouldn't we begin this email at 8 a.m., 9 a.m.? Tell us what happened, Dad. What happened? Mm-hmm. My car is fine. Okay. 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 They, they hadn't made it, but I don't know what happened to the other people. Uh, yeah, well, I, I can tell what happened to the other people. They were very, very unhappy. Having to dig their cars out of 12 inches of snow. That's a lot, too. But, Dev, I can relate to you because here in Atlanta, it's 66 degrees, and I had to, you know, make sure my my car was in a certain area so they could come plow the streets. So I can definitely relate to where you're coming from, Dev. Which plow. which one of your drivers showed up, Dev? I was going to say, <laughs> and, and what streets are they plowing at 66 degrees in February in Atlanta, Georgia? Are they, like, walk, are they driving by the Douglas household? Hey, Harry, how, how's everybody doing? Fine in you? Who do they call with, if the drawbridge isn't let down? Hey, thank you. If the alligators aren't surrounding the moat, everything. If I, if I have to call someone, we're going to have some issues. See? Yeah. First world problems. <laughs> when it comes to you, first world problems. Todd in West Virginia, 888 Thanks for being a part of the safe space on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Big man Todd, what you got? What's up, fellas? What's up, brother? So, Two days ago, you asked the question, what does your team need to do? And my answer for Washington was anything, something, and everything. (laughs) Yesterday, you asked the question, what made you fall in love with football? Yeah. Your team. Mm -hmm. My team was Washington. So growing up in the 80s and early 90s, it was easy being a Washington fan. Getting championships all the time. But Mike Bragg, you remember Mike Bragg? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Ponder. So. Yeah. Yep, yep, out of, out of Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mike's son was best friends with my brother and I. Okay. My brother was a Cowboys fan. I was a Washington fan. Mike used to come by the house to pick me up and take me up to Redskin Park. My brother would ask him, can I go? He'd look him in the eyes and say, no, you're a Cowboy fan. And he meant it, dude. He was saying that to a 13-year-old kid. But he took me... And he meant – that's how it was back then, you know. Mm-hmm. So, But I remember Desmond Howard's rookie year, sitting there in a camo, camo, black Kangol backwards hat, uh-huh. and he came over and gave me daps. Nice. And I was like, that's when I fell in love with Washington. But, that's tremendous. That's pretty cool. Even as a Cowboys fan, got to respect that. And Desmond Howard that. Is, is a great human being. He's great um, on TV, mm-hmm. but he was great at football, but even yeah. a better person. I tell you what, I mean, that's one of the flyest dudes around when it comes to Desmond Howard. That's and, big. That's that's my yeah. big brother right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I can that's clearly see why because he is just he's just a reservoir of knowledge, and all, all of that has nothing to do with what he did on the football field, winning the Heisman Trophy, and then playing and winning a Super Bowl championship, helping the Green Bay Packers do that. In the 90s, believe me, he is that fly when it comes to Desmond Howard at college game day. Augustine in Hawaii, what you got for the safe space, my friend? Well, thank you, guys. I tried to get off with you. Great show. Thank you, I got two things, two team things, and then the Clippers. The 
Clippers were a laughing stock when they were in San Diego. Mm-hmm. They're, everybody knows how lousy that ownership was. He missed, Bomber missed the ball when he should have changed the name of the team. The basketball gods aren't going to let them do nothing until they get in their own arena. I couldn't see the Lakers breaking somebody's leg not to let them win on our building. <laughs> and the two-team thing, I've always been a, a Laker fan, uh-huh. and we've always said anybody playing Boston Celtics, that's my team for the day. <laughs> I can I can respect that completely. Are you I kidding me? Yeah, that. I believe as a Cowboys fan, you know, ABE anything but the Eagles. I, I can respect <laughs> that. And I'm sure Eagles fans are ABC anything but the Cowboys. Yep. That that factor goes both ways as far as that goes. Keith in Chicago, what you got for the safe space, my friend? I just want to say that if you uh, Chicago Bears don't fix that offensive line, if they don't win the division, if they don't win. A playoff game. Uberflute and Poles, they're going to need to save space because they got to get out of here. <laughs> He's serious about his team. I hear you, Keith. The thing about Keith being serious, he sounds like a hitman from Chicago. <laughs> if you don't get the money by Thursday, you don't want to see me. That's you gotta Keith. You got to get out of here. Yeah. Keith then raised his voice. He didn't mm-hmm. change bees. He kept it on that level. If y'all don't get it done. Y'all going to have to get out of here. So I do believe the the Chicago Bears are one of those teams that mm-hmm. they have to have an amazing offseason. They really do. And it's starting at number one overall, the quarterback position of who you're taking. Yeah. There, I, I personally believe it should be Caleb Williams, but they have the ninth overall pick as well. So they have to be really, really good in their selections and trying to change and set their culture and their franchise for the great. Kevin in Orlando, what you got for the safe space, my friend, at 888-729-3776 on Freddie and Harry? Well, I was just thinking about how much I hate the Yankees today because we're talking about all these championship aspirations, and why is it that the Yankees every single year end up getting this huge contract or this huge player, superstar, and they never end up winning the past, like, 20 years? But the Red Sox, we get – whoever's available, and we end up winning. And I just get so upset that these Yankee fans every year are talking about how they're going to win, and they haven't proved it. Kevin, my friend, great safe space, number one. Number two, Kevin, certain fan bases, they always, always believe or believe mm-hmm. that it should happen for them. I can't tell you how many friends of mine are Raiders fans, and they keep telling me, Harry, for the last umpteen years, this is our year. It hasn't been their year for a long, long time. But I'll never question anybody that wants to believe if they feel that we're the organization, we should be champions, not also Rands. And Yankee fans are always going to feel that way. Well, from a history standpoint, when you have so much success yeah. within an organization, fans are going to always feel that way. Absolutely. I mean, they, they, yeah. they really are. And then when you've had some of Major League Baseball's greatest players mm-hmm. on top of having that mm-hmm. success. Yeah. You're always going to feel like that if you're a Yankees fan. And especially when you're the most recognizable franchise in the world. Not just in the United States, not just in sports. But that interlocking in and wide with the pinstripes is the most recognizable franchise and logo in the world. There's going to be those expectations, and they do, they're not going to be shy about letting people know what they expect. 
from their boys from the boogie down when it comes to the New York Yankees. Don't worry. We're going to do an extra safe space in a couple of hours. If one is good, then two is going to be better. You get a chance to be a part of that. You're not part of the first one. You'll get a chance to do that a little bit later on here on Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. What is it like to be the mother of one of the most famous basketball players in the world? We'll talk to that woman next if you keep it here on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. You put us together, you get Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And I'll tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We tried to put the word belief and Clippers in the same sentence about 20 minutes ago. Harry believes that they're a threat to win the NBA championship or at least get the NBA finals. I still feel dirty putting the Clippers and belief in the same sentence when it comes to an NBA Finals appearance. Well, Timothy Goldman, he's not a believer either. He hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and at HDogs83, he says, stop it. The Los Angeles Clippers or San Diego Clippers or Buffalo Braves ain't fooling no one in Los Angeles or Maker fans. I may not be in Missouri, but those Clippers or Braves, they've got to show me. That's not right. That's know, not right. I know. But you understand why, though. Yeah, I do. I understand. Like, it, and, it's, and it's legit, but yes, yes. they've been balling out. Yes, they've they have. They've been balling out so far. They, they've been doing their thing, having the best record in the NBA since December. But in a loaded Western Conference, where you got to deal with the Clippers and Golden State and the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant and those guys, it's not going to be e- e- easy for the Clippers. Speaking of Kevin Durant, let's bring in his wonderful, terrific mom, Wanda Durant. She is the mother and president of the Durant Family Charitable Foundation. Hit her on Twitter, Mama Durant. She joins Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And Ms. Durant, you got a lot of stuff going on this weekend because you're part of OUR Mothers, Inc., having plenty of events, NBA All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. How did that event happen in terms of O-U-R, Mother's Inc. for All-Star Weekend this weekend in Indianapolis. Well, thank you for having me. How are you guys doing today? We are good, Mr. Red. Well. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great. Um, our mother started uh, uh, during COVID, actually. A uh, group of us that got together um, because we wanted to create a volunteer organization amongst the mothers. Um, and so we uh, did the uh, due diligence and worked hard behind the scenes for about three years. And actually, this is our launch weekend. Uh, we launched our website this weekend, and 
we're coming out the gate with some really some stellar events, and so that's how it all started. Mama Durant, I got to be. Mothers wanted to help. I got to be honest with you, Mama Durant. I, I love the support that moms give their kids, and the way you are with your son. I'm a mama's boy. For everything you've been through, <laughs> there's nothing that I wouldn't do for you. Nice. Mama, I love you. Nice. Mama, 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 I love you. Just want to let you know, I love the way you are with your son. And I want you to talk about the importance of being there for your son mentally from the moment when he was young to the moment he was in college, but also now as a grown man in the NBA as a veteran. Well, as early on, um, as a mom, you want to lead your kids in the right direction, of course, and you want to instill values in them that you feel are important. You want to instill your faith with them. And you have to be the authority in their lives, um, the safe place for them to be who um, God has called them to be, and also give direction and discipline when needed, and just support their dreams. Um, And I think that's what we all do as mothers. We flip over backwards to give our children whatever they need, uh, make things happen for them, but also be that safe place for them to be comfortable and being themselves and being that disciplinarian when that's needed too. But I think overall the importance is just allowing your children to know or teaching them and instilling them to know that they are loved and they are enough. How and as an adult, as a young man, you know, sometimes – it had to, you know, I had to be a little more stern mm-hmm. um, with him because he had made a commitment early on, and as he had gone through the commitment at, at, at each step, he didn't know what that looked like, and so sometimes I had to encourage him a little more. <laughs> and now, as a man, um, he's becoming one of my friends um, because he's had so many life experiences um, that we we talk about life is not me so much giving so much direction. But now we're just communicating with one another openly. Um, and what I've learned as a mom is when they're younger, you're pretty much their only influence. But as they become men, they're influences of all all over the world. And so I had to adjust as a mom to realize that it was just not only my influence that he was uh, relying upon or um, implementing in his life, but it was influences from all over the world. And being an international athlete, Mm-hmm. many influences and so I had to learn but well, we have a beautiful relationship um, and and we get along great um, we don't always agree on everything but we talk very freely and openly with one another but he still knows mm-hmm. that I'm the mama <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right <laughs> and that is, Kevin, that is Kevin Durant's mama Wanda Durant the mother and president of the Durant Family Charitable Foundation also part of Our Mothers Inc they're partnering with Foot Locker and Shoes That Fit to donate 400 pairs of new athletic shoes to students. Joining us here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio, I want to go back to something that you said in terms of because I have the same relationship with my mom, and I'm going to be 50, 59 years of age later on this year, and we're definitely more friends, but she still will let me know what time it is. How much more, exactly. is, how much more is it to that when you have to have that discipline, you are disciplining a grown man. How do you manage that line, Mrs. Durant? Well, I, I I don't look at it as discipline at this point. I look at it as we have a difference of opinion, and we are able to articulate it freely and respect one another. Um, and sometimes I have to say, well, okay, I never looked at it that way, but let me consider it that way, and then he'll do the same. And so it's just a mutual respect now. Um, and so 
I, I don't get to tell him what to do anymore, which I miss that greatly <laughs> um, because I think my way is the best way, like every mother. Uh, but I respect him. He's a man, and I respect that about him. And I, I'm just able to – he'll listen to me. He'll call me for my opinion. Um, I don't insert it as much as I used to because I do trust um, his manhood. But when he calls me for it, I, I, I give him my truth about it. Take me back to the day in which I, I thought it was very, very important for you, your son, uh, both of you. When he won the MVP and he says to the world that you're the real MVP, take me through the emotions of that moment and everything that you felt when you heard those words come out your son's mouth. Well, it was – I mean, I knew he would speak of me, but I didn't know it would be to that magnitude. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was questioning whether he understood or got why I was the kind of mother that I was because I was, I was tough. Um, because I felt raising two sons, I, I couldn't coddle them. Otherwise, I would be coddling them forever, and I didn't want to do that. And so he was such a young man, I wasn't sure that he got it. But when he gave that speech and he recounted some of our experiences and what it meant to him, at that moment, that's where the emotions kind of overwhelmed me because I said, he got it, he understood. Wow. Uh, He's not he, he's not mad at his mama. He, he he understands. And so that's what it was all about for me. And then I was happy that he had reached the epitome of his dream to be the MVP of the NBA. Um, that was a big deal. Um, and so he had accomplished what he had set out to do. And so it was just a combination of the two two types of emotions. I know my mom always hates, and I know Harry Dallas's mother's the same way. By the way, Wanda Durant, Kevin Durant's mother, joining us here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. My mom, and I know Harry Dallas's mom, they can't stand it when people come at us in the field we work in at Sports Talk Radio. When you work in an opinion-based area, you're going to have people that are going to come at you the wrong way. A lot of people dealt and done that to your son in different platforms. How do you handle yes. that as the mother of Kevin Durant? Well... First of all, let me say I don't like it, right? Because that's just, I'm, I think that's my son, and so I'm a little biased about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'll comment, um, like now, you've asked me my opinion. If you ask me uh, my opinion of a particular thing, then I'll give my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I, I respect my son, I don't insert myself in the social media chats, I don't insert myself. And, in, in, you know, what some of the media may say, um, because I look at it as his job. And so I have to respect him um, on his job. And this is just a part of it. Um, and I and I like it to when I had um, some concerns at my job when I was a younger woman, my mother didn't come storming down on my job, <laughs> ready to beat up my <laughs> my boss. And I understand that my son's job is more a public base. And so but I, I just leave it and I chuckle. Uh, what I'll do actually when I want to respond to somebody, I'll call him and I'll give him the response and then we'll laugh about it. <laughs> but he said, mom, don't worry about, I'm not worried about what those people say. And so it's, it's, it's fun. And, and, but I don't, I, I don't like it when they're too harsh on them. I, I don't like that. I remember I went to church, had to be about seven or eight years ago in the certain, the, it was on mother's day and the sermon was about mama knows best. And everything that the pastor was saying during that service just made me think about everything in my life with my mom. Because, see, my mother is is the peacekeeper. 
Because I'm crazy, my daddy crazy, my daughter crazy. Listen, we all uh, can be on 10 at times. Your poor but, mother. But, <laughs> but my mom, man, she sends me scriptures every week. She has that sixth sense. She knows when her something is bothering her baby. Um, when it comes to your son, Kevin, do you just have that intuition to just know, I need to hit him up today. I need to send him this because he might be going through something. I do, I and and um, and I do it with both of my sons, but they don't always let me know that this is the perfect time that you call mom. Right. They don't always tell me that because they're such my sons are such men, um, and they want me to depend on them um, as a support now because um, I'm a single woman. Um, but they don't let me know. I just had an incident with my uh, my oldest son. He was he was uh, having a, a little time, and I was just like your mom ministered to him the way mothers do, and he was giving me this thank face, and I was looking like, are you okay? And I was so worried, and then the next day he said, Mom, I love you so much. Thank you. It was exactly what I needed. Wow. Um, you think I don't listen, but I was listening, and so... I encourage them to pray more and all that. And so it, it so they don't always let you know mm. until after the fact. So they have to wrap their head around the conversation first. Wow. She is the president of the Rand Family Charitable Foundation, also part of Our Mothers, Inc., partnering with Foot Locker and Shoes That Fit to donate 400 pairs of new athletic shoes to students. She is just wonderful, wonderful to talk to. There are plenty of people out there probably thinking right now, I wish Wanda Durant was my mother. She's Kevin Durant's mother. She already got that job filled. She joined us here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Ms. Durant, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Continued success. Take care. Be well. God bless you. And thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. God bless you all, too. Bye-bye. Yeah, that, that was a fantastic question because there are plenty of times where mothers know, but you got to know exactly when to say they need to hear it or like, okay, I'm going to ha- have them come to me. Mm-hmm. And especially with our mothers dealing with Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas, some of the stuff we put our mothers through, I wouldn't <laughs> wish that on anybody when it comes to your mother and my mother, Maddie Coleman. <laughs> Listen, my mama, my mama has to deal with a lot of very outgoing alphaness <laughs> amongst our family. <laughs> Man, listen, he he be looking out for my mama because she is my uh, living angel. Every time people talk to my mom and they say my dad and me, they go, boy, Maddie Coleman, your road to heaven is completely safe (laughs) after dealing with those two. Keep weighing in on Twitter. We'd love to see what you have to say. Join that conversation at Coleman ESPN and H Dogs 83. And don't forget the Freddie Harry call them line at 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776, 888-729-3776, especially when it comes to who needs to win the NFL offseason the most. Harry believes it's the Cowboys. I believe it's the 49ers. What about you? 888-729-3776. And speaking of the NFL offseason, we're going to do a little NFL fact or fiction involving the game Dominoes. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. I'm Freddie Coleman. He's Harry Douglas together on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio 10 minutes away from your 
calls on NFL teams that better win the offseason. Just pick one that tells why I need to win that offseason. Your calls in about 10 minutes at 888-729-3776. Speaking of the NFL offseason, it's time for us to do a little fact or fiction. We got to pick one or the other. No one picks the or, which means you try to do that. We're going to snatch you. You hear us? We're going to snatch you. Shannon Penn, our producer, will throw the scenarios at us, and we do a little fact or fiction NFL offseason style right now on ESPN Radio. All right, Harry, I'll start with you. Kirk Cousins will be the first major quarterback domino to fall this offseason. Fact or fiction? I'm going to go fiction. Uh, There's a possibility it could be Justin Fields with the Chicago Bears holding the number one overall pick. Mm -hmm. I know free agency is before the NFL draft. Uh, but Kirk Cousins, we got to remember, is coming off an Achilles injury mm-hmm. as well. So I don't think teams are just going to be, hey, let me get Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Go in, yep. get your physical, let's see how the Achilles is doing. I don't think they're going to be rushing to eight so quickly knowing he's coming off an Achilles injury. Especially at his age. Yeah, I'm with you. That's 100% fiction when you got other quarterbacks out there, even if they did not play well in their last stop they're going to be ex- extremely healthier than Kirk Cousins, whether it's Russell Wilson, whether it's Justin Fields. So I'm with you. That is 100% fiction. All right, Freddie, since Harry mentioned Justin Fields, Justin Fields will make the Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl contenders. Fact or fiction? Fiction! Sorry, Harry, I can't do that. I, I, I think Justin Fields will benefit from a change of scenery, but I'm not going to go that route. I'm not going to say he's going to make your Falcons Super Bowl contenders. Will he make them a playoff team? I firmly believe that. But Super Bowl contenders in the NFC? Fiction. Well, Freddie, I got something for you since that's the route that you want to go. <laughs> no, I, here we go. I also believe it's fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Good change up. Striking the outside corner. <laughs> now, I, I, knew, I do believe that the, the major need for the Atlanta Falcons is the quarterback position to get in Justin Fields. That will be a major upgrade of what we've seen the last two years. But there are also a few more other things that they need. They need more defense alignment. A lot of guys that they had the outside linebacker position, they were on right. one-year deals. Calais Campbell was on a one-year deal as well. Uh, playing inside so there are other pieces to the puzzle a little some more corners uh per se jason jesse base the third was phenomenal for them last season making a pro bowl so there are other needs the quarterback position position just happens to be the greatest one all right harry well speaking of super bowl contenders russell wilson would make the pittsburgh steelers super bowl contenders fact or fiction yeah, I'm going to go fiction with this one as well. I think they need to continue to add towards their offensive line. I believe linebacker is a need for the Pittsburgh Steelers along with more secondary players. So getting a quarterback in there to be feasible for that offense is key and a major component for Pittsburgh, but also mm-hmm. getting deeper and better players at the linebacker position and having more guys in your secondary as well. Yeah, it's 100% fiction because of two words, Patrick Mahomes. You can say that about any team in the AFC that it's going to be a fiction that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender because of two words, Patrick Mahomes, who's not going anywhere anytime soon. All right, Freddie. Well, since you mentioned Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow is the biggest quarterback threat to Patrick Mahomes. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say that's fiction. I think the biggest quarterback threat to Patrick Mahomes is going to be a certain guy in Baltimore named Lamar Jackson because I still wonder about Joe Burrow coming back from an injury and now Lamar Jackson. He's got that motivation. Patrick Mahomes beat him in his building. Oh, he's not going to want to stand for that. A two-time MVP as well. He's not going to want to stand for that. So Joe Burrow's terrific. But Patrick Mahomes, the biggest quarterback threat to him is that dude hanging out in Baltimore known as Lamar Jackson. Grandma used to tell me, tell the truth and shame the devil. 
that it's going to be Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is 3-1 <laughs> and one versus Patrick Mahomes, the only person outside of Tom Brady that has defeated Patrick Mahomes in a playoff setting, and that happened to be in an AFC Championship game. So Joe Burrow is the closest thing and the biggest threat to Patrick Mahomes, in my, in my opinion. And last but not least. Oh, you want to get this Dallas Cowboy one in? I noticed sure. you were stalling, Freddie. Yeah, we, we might as well. Hard out. You can, you can start with me. You stalling there. You right, can start Harry. with me, Shannon. All right, Dak Prescott, she won out of Dallas. Fact or fiction, Harry? I believe that's fact. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because I, I believe a guy like Dak Prescott, he's not treated properly, and I understand this game doesn't have room for feelings, but for any other franchise quarterback, you look at how they're treated amongst their organization. Uh, it's not like we see with Dak, Dak Prescott. Yeah, that's fiction. He should not won out of Dallas. They're going to be the team that can give him the most money, and he loves playing for the star. Even if Jerry Jones can be Jerry Jones, that's 100% fiction that he should want out of Dallas. So what fiction do we have or fact when it comes to the biggest question, the AFC, and who needs to win the NFL offseason the most? That's next on Freddie and Harry. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 